Thermal Sound Waves. Wave. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative hey. fast food radio. We here see True Kev Lawrence. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And of course, you know, we got to bring some peoples here with us or on with us. Invite them into the, the, the spot, the crib, the house. You know, and today's no different. We have a brother by the name of Luis Martinez joining us right now on the program. Yo, 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 what it do, man? We are, man. How are you, sir? Man, you know, it's always, uh, I'm, I'm doing good, but it's always a privilege and an honor to be, you know what I'm saying, with C. Truth and my man, Kev Lawrence. You know how that goes, bro. Man, thank you. Listen, you have been a part of this show for uh, a long time mm-hmm. uh, yes, with sir. with alley, your alley-oops. A lot of alley-oops with you, uh, like a lot of assists. You're like the uh, modern-day uh, Jason Kidd with uh, with a certain guest but it was like you know what about you because right, you know right, right. you are a phenomenal person in your own self in your own right so uh it's we, we had to have you on the program brother and you're doing a lot of things uh a lot of things in the, i really appreciate you guys even uh even thinking of having me on man that means a lot man you guys have been uh you know rocking out for quite some time man a uh, really big fan of the show uh, this this platform of yours is really like nostalgic for me because it, it was it was platforms like this when I was coming up in the game as far as like music is concerned or even just an entertainment period it was always the underground markets that really became like like landmarks for artists and really became like the 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 thing that everybody wanted to do more than the stuff that was more mainstream so you know I, you know kudos to you guys for following that blueprint. Ah right, man, thank you. You know. When it comes to you, we, we've we've met a few people. Shout out to, I mean, <laughs> shout out to our guy Fred Man. Shout out to Fred Man, Fred Man, out there is still getting into the acting work and everything. And uh, we've also, because of you, we've also had people like um, Frank on the show. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to uh, Frank, Frank Alexander. Alexander Yep. And for people that don't know, Frank Alexander was the security, head security detail of Tupac. Yeah, he was one of the uh, main bodyguards for Tupac, and he was the and one that, uh, he was the one that was actually driving behind uh, Suge and Pac uh, the night that uh, they were, uh, uh, the, the night that Pac got assassinated, pretty much. So, yes, sir. Not to mention, he actually saved the lives of Dog Pound. Uh, when mm-hmm. they had that New York, New York song, correct in the and, trailer, yep. Yeah, shootout and broke. there was a, and allegedly it was a shootout because of things that were said, which is great that nothing happened to people because now they can look back and say to themselves like that was stupid, that was stupid, you know. Right. So you've been around amongst a lot of people, bring them our way. So like I said, we wanted to talk with you, and one of the things we wanted to talk to you about. Is your acting because you've been uh, in on the film for a, a, more than a few times? Yeah, 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 man. I've been uh, chipping away, swinging away, and uh, you know, still uh, climbing up this 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 tall mountain. And it's been a lot of bumps, bruises, learning curves, experiences, and uh, you know, all all that has served a greater purpose, which I'm definitely uh, thankful of. But you know, the journey and the grind don't stop, man. So you know, I'm here, man. Whatever you guys want to know, say, hey, listen, let's do it. Well, what have you been working on? Like, what what um what what films or TV or what have you that that you've done that you want to share with us and and the audience as far as like you know 
where we can see you or have seen you. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, one of my one of my biggest projects was a project with Keanu Reeves called uh, Exposed. Um, you guys could check that out. I'm sure you mm-hmm. could probably get that on uh, Amazon Prime or another uh, streaming platform where you could download or just purchase the film. Um, I've done TV shows such as Madam Secretary, Bull, uh, Law and Order. Wow. Um, Orange is the New Black um, And of course One of my most recent projects That I'm extremely proud of um, Big shout out to the homie M-Rec And the homie DJ Raw Heat You know what I played music. the character Tito In Best Friends So you know it's uh, quite a few projects that uh, uh, That's now starting to come about As a result of that project You know what I'm saying So really? definitely wow. thank you for that Yep. So you, you mentioned quite a few things Like your, your spectrum is kind of crazy. You got from all these people. You got Rack, You got Keanu Reeves in there with you. You know, it, it, you know, this guy's over the, the Matrix is out again. Right, <laughs> like, right. major, major episodic television. You know Wait. what I mean with the, with the major networks. I mean, come on, CBS, NBC, and all that, and USA, Netflix. Man, Netflix and you know, man, bro, Ryan the resume is yeah, You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> these, these, these are not no small things. These, these are They're like really you not. know, really legitimate major, major situations that Luis Martinez has been in and has going on for him. So you know, these are the type of people that we have on the program, and also people that are down to earth. You know, and that's yes, that's sir. also what Luis Martinez is. We, we we don't have the people on here that be trying to. Showboat, hog the ball, and all that—you know—score <laughs> score eighty-five by themselves. You know, right? Teamwork up here, teamwork. So, how did you begin your journey? Into oh, did you always want to be in, in an actor and, and want to get into this world, or was this something that you know oh, you discovered man, along you the know, way? That's a great question, Kevin. And, and to be honest with you, no, I didn't. I kind of just like hold on, 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 hold on. I'll take the credit. Thank you. But I was teach you that asked you that question. But I'll take all the credit. Don't worry about it. Keep it going. Keep it going. My bad. Bro. Another you know, one. On, on this side of the phone, y'all kind of have like similar voices. That I, my, my, my bad. That's that's all right. That's that's called synergy. That's just from work, working together so long. Yes, sir. So, oh, C, good. thank you for your question, brother. <laughs> so, no, to be honest with you, man, I actually bumped into acting. And so how the story goes, basically, um, I was coming home one day. I was about 11 years old. I was coming home. My mom's had me in martial arts class. Like whenever I come out of school, go to martial arts class. And as I was coming home, I came um, I got off the stop, the train stop in my neighborhood. And as I was coming downstairs, um, I noticed big lights, all these cameras. I'm looking at vintage buses from like the 60s, you know, Cadillac cars. You know, I'm looking at women with the big froze and the platform shoes. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm in a time warp right now. Long behold, they were filming the movie Dead Presidents in my neighborhood. Wow. So what, what, what neighborhood day, is this? What neighborhood is this? Uh, this was on Prospect Avenue in the Bronx. You know, shout out to everybody on Prospect Ave, everybody on uh, Leggett Street, Fox Street, Beck Street. You know what I'm wow. saying? R.I.P. Fred the Godson. That's, that was the homie right there. Shout out to my brother, Russ. You know what I mean? So, classic. yeah, they were filming. Pardon, yeah, they were filming pardon, Dead Presidents. Pardon me. My bag ahead, that's, that's a classic film. Yes, for, for those who don't know, done by the Hughes Brothers. Yes, um, very yes. important film that chronicled the life of soldiers that came back from Vietnam and the life that happened to them when they came back after serving this country 
and how things weren't so great as far as like when they came back to the neighborhoods and whatnot. But go go on. Uh, hold on, no, but before you go any further, hold on, Lou, 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 before you go any further, before you go any further, what Sichu just said really hits home. There are a lot of people that people might see them on the street, but like you're a bum, you didn't amount to nothing in life. No, a lot of these men and women came home from wars and felt like they couldn't adapt to America. They fought for the country and they wasn't given enough resources and supplies they wasn't cared about. So they said, I'm going to live in the streets. I'm going to live in the subway. And a lot of people may have also committed suicide because of that. And that really hits home. Right now, there's still a lot of people that are still trying to cope with the things they went through in the in the military, the thing they saw overseas that they had to go through or and do to people. So when anytime a people like even person like me, when we watch, you know, that movie The Presidents, when he got hit with those years at the end, he did the crime, but it just he was trying to find his way. I understand that. Yeah. And and he was saying like I, I served like X, X amount of years and blah 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 and this is yeah listen but anyway anyway y'all gotta see that film see that film so you yeah, can see yeah, Louis Martinez educational in there, you know yeah. now I wasn't in the film now I'm just telling oh, you how, okay. how, how I got started how you got there how you got there okay. yeah they just so happened to be filming the movie in my neighborhood okay. but to your point before I get into that um, the Huge Brothers did an amazing job by having each character represent a specific um, issue that took place in that time period. And one of the major things were uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, so I can only imagine what some of the soldiers uh, who who have come home recently, what they're going through, because now it's a different way for them. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of them, they have to sign contracts that they can't speak on certain things that took place out there so this means that if our brothers and sisters are going away they're actually witnessing things that's completely contrary to what they're being told when they go out there now they're contractually binded that they can't speak a word if they do there's consequences and repercussions in the courtroom waiting for them you understand what i'm saying so it's real but now going back into the project so i I, you know i was coming home and and i and i ran into this so um, I saw one of the bodyguards there and I had asked him, like, what movie is this? So he said, Dead Presidents, of course, brand new film. So I don't even know what the film is about. So I asked him who's in the project. He mentioned Lorenz Tate. Now, I didn't know who Lorenz Tate was at that time by name. I knew him by face because, of course, Menace to Society was circulating all over in oh, the hood. No. And, and Old Dog was the face of the hood. Every project building, every ghetto, everybody yep. knew who Old Dog was. So when he described Old Dog, um, or, or Lorenz Tate as being the character that played Old Dog, I damn near lost my mind. I'm 11 years old in the Bronx, and I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Old Dog is in the building. So I meet this other bodyguard. We chopping it up. And I just told him, like, yo, listen, I want to be an actor. And I, I really don't know what it was. It was almost like a spark. When I was blessed with the opportunity to see the development of what takes place behind the scenes and how the movie magic takes place and how it gets transformed in front of the lens, it was like starting to fall in love with something that that you didn't even know you would fall in love with. So the bodyguard tells me, all right, you want to be an actor? Sit tight. This is my man, Dranyar, by the way. He's like, sit tight. I got something for you. So he takes me to this vehicle that they had parked on the street in front of the trailers. So he he tells me, go in the back seat. I'm about to, uh, the director's about to come um, sit in the car. Mind you, at that time, I didn't even know who the huge brothers were. 
until they told me that these were the guys that directed Menace to Society. So I'm in the back seat of the car. The Huge Brothers come in. They're deliberating amongst themselves about the next shot. The next shot was the the, the scene where Lorenz Tate was coming coming down the staircase where he's handed the flyer to that Black Panther meeting. So the one of the Huge Brothers turns around and goes, wait a minute, who's this? So the bodyguard goes, oh, this is my man Lewis. He wants to be an actor. Oh, wow. So both of the Huge Brothers looked at each other and go, wait a minute, can we use him for something? Yo, see, Kev, I started holding on to the edge of the seat, leaning forward in my mind going, please put me in this movie. Please put me in this movie. Right. And one of the huge brothers go, nah, we can't even use them because every scene that, that we had children in, we've already shot that scene. Mm. The scene that they were contemplating on putting me in was the scene when Lorenz Tate and Chris Tucker went to the hood to hand out the Christmas gifts after the bank robbery. Yes. But they had already shot there like two days prior. So one of the huge brothers goes, I tell you what, since you want to be an actor, just grab a seat and just watch what's going on. Because if you want to be an actor, this is the best seat in the house in order for you to learn. Just watch how everything is playing out. Wow. So they had me on the set. I'm watching their sketchboard. I'm looking at the TV monitors. I'm watching the actors get into preparation mode. Finally got a chance to meet Lorenz Tate, man. And, and that was just like, you know, heaven on earth for any, any child who grew up watching that young brother on TV. And uh, from that point on, man, I just jumped on in it, bro. That was, that was pretty much the start for me in terms of what motivated me to want to do it. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Luis Martinez, actor extraordinaire here with us on the program, Thermal Soundwave, Sea Truth, and Kevin Lawrence. That just goes to show you, folks, you never know where that opportunity is going to be or when it's going to come. But when it does, pay attention, take notes, and make sure you do something with it. Were you able to meet the Hughes brothers again later on in life and say, hey, remember me and uh I'm here now and I could be put in a movie right now no I, I got to meet one of them I, I met them at a, a Savior's Day convention in Chicago I want to say around like 2012 if I'm not mistaken it was shortly after wow. their movie with Denzel what was the name of that film um oh uh, man the, the the movie where Denzel was uh he was blind in the film they directed that film with Denzel Washington, man. It was called, uh, man, I can't, it, it slips my mind. It, it, I'm sure it'll come back to me. But yeah, I actually ran, I ran into uh, one of the huge brothers and um, I told them the story and they were bugging out. They was like, yo, really? I was like, yeah, man, you know, I met you when I was a child and we was chopping it up for a while. So I was like, yo, let me get your map, keep in contact, network. He gave me the number. And when I tried to reach out to homie, bro, it was the number to his agent's office. I started cracking up, but it, it's all love, man. <laughs> I got a plane to catch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> but honestly, man, it was all love. The brother chopped it up. We, we, we chopped it up for about a good 15, 20 minutes. And, um, and it was all love, man. It was all love. I never really got a chance to meet anybody else from the cast. I did get a chance to work with Freddie Rodriguez, but it was kind of like in passing because uh, we, we did. I was on an episode of Bull. And uh, he was one of the attorneys. We was in the same scene, but you know, once we wrapped up, I had to I had to boogie on over to another project I was working on. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to uh, to chop it up with him. Right, right, right. So with doing all this, these these works, you, you, all these projects, how has it been helping you so far? What, just in general? Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, man, this industry is a roller coaster ride, bro. You know, it's up one minute down down the next and you just really got to find that algorithm somewhere in the middle and just make it do what it do um you know having relationship in this industry is definitely great 
Um, but you can't always depend on the relationships that you have, man, because there's just a lot of interesting people in this industry. You come to find out that people give off the impression that they're team players, but at the end of the day, it's all about a self-interest and a self-need. And uh, a lot of people are usually looking to cut corners. So, you know, I, I come from a different cloth just in terms of the, the way my mom's raised me and just certain people. But um, I know that I have experienced a lot of turmoil, a lot of trials and tribulations. But those were the things that were needed in order to build up the, the, the character that I have now and the toughness. Because this industry, um, it's very tough, just to say the least, very tough. And um, it's important for those individuals who want to come in the industry that they're aware of the type of environment they're about to come into and know that it's really just as important to understand the business as it is wanting to get in front of the camera. Did you feel like you ever had, they ever wanted you to compromise yourself and your your dignity in order for you to get a role that they know that you most likely won't take because you have too much pride, but they offered you that anyway, just so you, see, so you could not do it? No, I don't think I've been confronted with that. Um, I have heard stories uh, from other people that I do know in the industry who are more established than I am. Um, but me personally, no, I know I, I have had some auditions where my agent is letting me know beforehand, listen, this uh, this project starring so and so and so. But this is the character that they want you to play um, or audition for. And, you know, me, I'm not one of those people that's just willing to do any and everything because uh, I, I represent a brand, you know, as, a, as an as an actor or a rapper, for that matter. You're literally a walking business. And when you're a walking business, it's very important for you to cherry pick what you feel is uh, good for your brand that would help you be progressive. And and that's really that's really the type of situation that I've been in in terms of auditioning. So I've never been confronted with the stories that we hear uh, or have heard about Hollywood in terms of, uh, you know, people have gotten approached with these ideas or these, or these projects and they kind of feel like they were forced to do it. I haven't been there. Not yet, at least. No doubt. No question. We're talking to actor Luis Martinez. Uh, entertainer, I should say, because he does more than just just acting. So I'll say entertainer. Um, what's on the horizon for you? Like, what's next moving forward for Luis Martinez? Man, uh, just wrapped up a project called Meeting Boone, which I'm also an executive producer. I play uh, a detective in the project. Uh, so right now we're getting ready to uh, pitch that to like several streaming platforms and see, you know, who's willing to bite the bait and also take that project on tour for a nice promo run. Uh, getting ready to do the prequel to uh, Best Friends, uh, produced by M. Reg, written by DJ Raw Heat. So we're coming out with Best Friends Part 2, which is the prequel. Explain what that is uh, about, too. I'm sorry? Explain what Best Friends is about, the movie with M. Reg. Explain what that movie is about. Man, Best Friends is pretty much a hood story dealing with hood elements. And uh, just being very cautious of the circles that you have around you and understanding that sometimes things and material things become greater in the eyes of those uh, who don't really necessarily value relationships the way that they should. That's just in a nutshell, because the movie is still fresh for those who haven't seen it. I urge you guys to go check out Best Friends. Uh, Dope, dope project. Um, So that's what that film is about. But we're getting ready to do the prequel because it was such high demand that it was only right we had to come back to the streets man and give the people what they want no question big ups to MREC too man that 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 dude has been been doing it for a long time and you know the MREC etiquette and I met him 
through his family, like on the streets of East New York one day. Sutter Ave. He had a cassette tape. I was doing radio. He was like, listen, this, Say is, again, this he, is my joint. He had tape. a cassette tape. He was like, this is my joint. You know, I, I, I want to get it on the radio, blah, blah, blah. So he sat in the car. He popped it in. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm throw it on, throw it on. And that was that. He came through, interviewed, and all that. And, you know, he's been progressing, like, ever since that day. So, big up to, to And, and that, that's what I love about Emrek, man. If, if anybody knows him like I know him, uh, Emrek is really a go-getter. He's yeah. one of those people who bets on himself. Yes, he is. He's yeah. not with BS. He's not with the rah-rah. You know, he's really a man that represents integrity, good morals. Uh, yeah. He's a team player. And he's really about... Uh, just showing you lo- loyalty to those who show loyalty to him, man. And that's my brother right there. So big shout out to Emrek, man. No question. Yeah, when I no when question. I first met Emrek, though, I ain't gonna lie, see, when we interviewed him over here, we were smiling. Hi, how you doing? But I had my I, I had to side out watching him. I was like, you gotta watch this. <laughs> Once you say Eastern York Sutter Ave. I just, I'm like, hey, hey, how you doing, brother? You know that side eye looking at you, like, and I'm watching his hands, like, I'm watch you, dog. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. yeah, in Brooklyn, there's certain there's certain streets you have to walk backwards yeah, right. down. Picking all the, I'm, I'm watching you. I don't care. But what we, you we, say. we're not gonna get into that right now, though. DJ you, need a, you, you need you need a drone shot, man. You got you need a drone <laughs> shot over your head when you walk in certain parts of Brooklyn, man. <laughs> we're gonna get to that right now. We're gonna get to that. But big up to everybody in Brooklyn, though. Big up to everybody in Brooklyn. So where can people um find more of your work, like your social media, websites, and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, man, please follow me. I'm on Instagram uh, right now at at Lewis. That's L-O-U-I-S at Lewis underscore the actor. Um, And that's pretty much the only social media platform that I'm on, man. I kind of like just like to be a little reserved Um, as much as I've been doing this, man. I've learned that, uh, you know, being uh, reserved um, is actually more beneficial to 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 the to, to my specific to my brand, I'll speak for myself on that. What so, name do you, you catch me at Instagram? What name do you use on IMDb? Uh, Lewis Martinez. That's L O U I S. Last name Martinez. There you go. And for, for those who want to be actors and in the world, y'all need to learn what IMDb is, and you'll 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 understand exactly why I asked that question and why he's on there. IMDb, IMDb. I'm, yeah, I'm Desi Banks. <laughs> no, y'all, y'all Google that and do your research on that, man. But listen, Lou, man, we ain't gonna take up more of your time. We appreciate you taking some time out for us here, and and you know always helping us out. You know what I'm saying on, on the back ends, kind of like being an actual producer of the show a couple times. So we, we definitely appreciate you for all that kind of work, man. Appreciate you, you brothers, for having me on the platform, man. It's always a pleasure and an honor, man. And listen. I got another. I got some other stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, I want to give a big shout out to the homie uh, Zachary Cunningham. Uh, getting ready to work on a project with him uh, this upcoming summer um, on a project called Little Feet Take Giant Steps, where I'm actually playing a jazz musician. Um, so once that project starts brewing, I think it's only right for me to come back on a platform, and who knows, maybe even have you guys fly on out to where I'm shooting, and we could do something live and direct. That's done. That's that's oh, not an if. I'm that's, to, that's put me in that's the movie, happening. man. Put that's, me put me in the game, coach. That's happening. <laughs> you just game, Lou. Coach. Just give us the dates so we can make sure we got everything booked, and that's a done deal. Take me to the man. mall. Give me some Stacy Adams, man. <laughs> Stacy Adams, man. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Alright Lou man Appreciate you. Keep up the good work and continue success with everything that you do, brother. 
Man, appreciate you, brothers. Y'all have a blessed one. Yes, sir. All right, peace. 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 It's Thermal Sound Waves, a natural alternative to fast hey. food radio. Thermal Sound Wave, wave.